0: What up, everybody? This is Soundboard and Dump Truck <laughs> coming at you live from the latest episode of This Is About Movies. Wait, which one of us Soundboard? Let me <laughs> check. Uh, oh yeah, uh, oh, it's on. Me, yeah, I guess. you're yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Okay. Well, um, uh, today we're talking about Jordan Peele's latest film, Nope. And uh, yes, yeah, it's a good one. It's re- yeah. Well, yeah. Spoiler alert: like This good. movie. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's a fun one. It's got a lot of crazy stuff in it. Uh, we hope you've seen it. Uh, if not, we're going to spoil a lot of stuff in it pretty All of it. quickly. So, Everything. so stop here uh, if you haven't seen it. But if you don't care,
1: and um, <laughs> if you continue on three uh, more seconds, you continue to listen. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> stop threatening the audience, okay? <laughs> I'm warning them. Get out of here right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spoil that. We're gonna talk a little bit about a lot of stuff. But uh, today we've got a special guest. First time on the podcast, yeah, um, is our friend Erin, and good to have her. So we got to see the movie with her as well, which doesn't always get to happen. Sometimes we, we watch the movie separately from, you. but uh, yeah, so it was a good time. We had a good time in the movie, and we had a good, good time, time talking. Movie, so we hope you enjoy talking. and watch the skies. Everything's,
1: everything's dangerous.
0: <laughs> yeah, live with the danger. You, it's you, true. You get used to it. Everything is dangerous. That's what we learned in the movie. Nope. <laughs> it is kind of
2: owning horses is dangerous.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean that's just yeah. This seems like a given. I legit thought when that movie opened and and the horse kicked the, I don't know what he kicked, a makeup. Tray or something? Uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it like, was like they were holding something. I legit thought router. he was gonna like knock that lady senseless. Like, just it kept building to like this lady's gonna get kicked, and then it it kicked, and then I was like, what did it? It hit something, but I couldn't tell what it hit. And it was just like, oh, nothing actually happened. I <laughs> was yeah. like, I was, was really, I stunning? was really expecting there to be like a Lucky. an incident, but is he lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean honestly it was fairly accurate. So it's a, it's a joke. They're exaggerating some things. But the way they paraded her onto set and they're like everybody it's so and so and you got the director with his latte and whatever like it's I've been on sets where that has been exactly <laughs> how things happened and you've got the DP and the gaffer and the crew over there just like slumped over like I hate my life. This is not what I want to work on. I'd rather be working on my movie, whatever. And they're just making some dumb commercial the, the, with this <laughs> the makeup girl. They're like, all right, safety team. Okay, here we go. And that the first AD, the guy that was like talking to OJ, he was very like peppy. Like he's very AD. They're the people that keep things moving. All right, next thing. All right, let's yeah. go. They've got to have a good attitude. A lot of times they can be, be kind of mean, which he was very like, he was a little rude sometimes, which it's very much 80s. Can kind of <laughs> be that way because their job is to keep yeah, going. They, they need to be at some point. They have to be a little bit of a jerk. not necessarily a not necessarily right off the bat. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, even just when they were like, "All right, safety meeting. Okay, take it away, OJ." And then the the makeup girls just kind of like
2: awkward. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm the only one clapping. Okay, uh, it just I don't know. All of it was. Very yeah, accurate yeah, <laughs> that, me. and then you just have this like lady who is her prime is past her as far as her career goes. Like they're talking about her, like she's the best, and it's like you're doing some commercial with a horse. <laughs> I, you're probably not the best anymore, which is okay. But that's kind of you know that's the vibe. Yeah, but there uh,
2: she is.
3: I I
0: really thought okay, I really thought that when <laughs> I don't know why I thought this, but she looked at him and was like. Your name is OJ. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just finished watching. Like, yeah,
0: OJ's junior. It's like, oh, oh no. no.
2: I just finished watching a documentary about OJ Simpson, and I thought that she was about to make a connection there. Mm. Like, no, okay, that didn't happen.
0: Was the documentary called uh, OJ Simpson's versus the people?
2: No, yeah. I honestly don't it's remember. It's not a the documentary.
0: Name. It's a really good TV show. <laughs> it is. Cuba on Gooding Jr. plays uh, OJ Simpson.
2: Amazon Prime.
0: Mm.
2: Don't remember the name, but it was decent. I thought she was about to go there. Yeah, but she didn't.
0: Yeah, I loved his book. If I did it, (laughs)
1: like, no, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I really
0: well. I thought that that was going to come up again. It just felt like, why did you call him OJ? Like, just for that one bit? Because, like, you know, why would you name him that if you weren't weren't going to follow it up? Um, I don't don't know. know. It sort of fits
1: i guess because he's so counterculture seems wrong like he doesn't want anything to do with television or the business he just wants to train these horses and like get things back on the right track so him having this football star's name who's like then very frowned upon it kind of fits
0: for me. He's just like an outsider.
1: Yeah. And, like, no matter what, even, like, even if his attitude would have been perfect and spot on and everything else, the immediate reaction to him from everyone is just like, oh, gee. Like, oh.
2: where is his dad? We don't even want him in the room. Yeah. It was an interesting first scene. Like, so many things didn't make sense. Like, not wanting anybody to look in the horse's eyes. Him not wanting to make eye contact. But then that had significance later on in the movie. With the flying alive saucer, I still don't know exactly what
0: to call the thing. <laughs> the Creature, but there are so many uh, things in the
2: opening scene that were.
0: Jackie, people online are calling it the, the, Gene, the Viewer, Jean Jacket, <laughs> Jean jacket. Yes.
2: Well, yeah, um, jacket. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. What's name is Jean Jacket? Yeah, they call him Jean Jacket. But what's that was the his dad's
2: uh, horse's name? Remember in the picture?
1: Yeah, Boy, that's, that's why. Says, he, that's why he called the monster that.
0: Yeah. yeah, I thought, wait, was it his dad's horse or was it sister, his it, sister's horse? It was horse? the
1: dad's horse that was being trained that his sister was going to train that he then gave to OJ to train, but the reason he called the monster that was because he was referring to it as if, like, now you get to train that thing. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it was like a tongue-in-cheek yeah. joke. Right, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: I gotcha. I'm looking up the name of this person so that I don't refer to them as the Asian cowboy the whole time. Uh, the name of the character. Uh, yeah. Now that you wanted... Now that you're asking, I can't. Is think it of like it. Joom or something? Something like that. Like i think that he has a nickname. It's like something quotes Joom last name. I don't. Um It's something like that,
2: yeah. I feel like the most normal character was the sister. <laughs> she was the most normal. <laughs> she was crazy. Kiki. Well, the normal yes, Kiki Palmer and the tech guy. Angel. Because OJ
0: Ricky Jupe Park. Jupe. And
2: Ricky Juppe. were odd who were odd oj and ricky
0: and ricky oh yeah yes. ricky Jupé.
2: they were
1: interesting they were i mean yeah but they were for a reason but yeah i mean you don't have you, <laughs> you don't have a horror movie with just like ten normal. Normal 10 normal people normal <laughs> <laughs> people
0: someone's got to be messed up you
1: gotta someone. have like one cross-eyed guy in the back going i don't know what that is <laughs> and you're like okay <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like that before. <laughs> I bet you haven't. <laughs> Neither have I.
2: For some reason, that reminded me of the TMZ guy.
0: Oh, he yes.
2: made me laugh. He was intent yeah. on getting that picture. <laughs> His last breath, and he still wanted that picture.
0: Literally, A stupidly you know,
1: perfect metaphor for TMZ.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to like... Yeah, let's come back to that because there's a, a story I want to tell you guys. Because I, well, I heard this story from somebody else, and then I'll share it here later. But I don't want to start talk like the whole conversation with TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> but what did, just overall, like, let's just talk about like Ireland overall. Just what do you what do you think about the movie?
2: Overall thoughts. I feel like Jordan Peele has so much symbolism in his movies that it's hard to know what is supposed to be symbolic and what is just there. Mm -hmm. so I'm still trying to decide what has a deeper meaning or what am I, or am I just reading too much into this particular thing? Mm -hmm. But overall I do like it. I feel like this movie leaned more so into sci-fi territory than all the other ones, but I feel like there's been a progression, like get out, least sci-fi ish. And then you have us, which was sci-fi, but this one like was way on the other side, but I did like the movie overall. I would see it again. But I'm still not 100% sure on what themes he was trying to get out there. Because there's always a theme, I feel like, with Jordan Peele. So mm-hmm. I feel like I might, I might need to watch it a few more times just to figure that out.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Jerma?
1: Yeah, overall, I'd, I might say it's his strongest to date. He's getting really good with, like, metaphorical storytelling. The other two stories are just kind of... Uh, more like straightforward stories with like obvious, obvious, more obvious metaphors. Whereas this one's uh maybe deeper, a deeper metaphor, more like Mother or something like that that Aronofsky put out. But you haven't seen Mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, more like I don't know something that, <laughs> that that's not like super obvious as to like why would characters even act like that, but but it still. But having uh, having said that, it still does make sense within itself. I hate when a movie goes so far into the metaphor that it sacrifices actual story just to complete the metaphor. Mm. I'm talking I'm talking like really like thousand foot view <laughs> <I feel like. laughs> No details. Uh, I will say I feel like the movie is referencing three things all at once. And some of the metaphors get a bit mixed, mm. especially like uh, when the creature could either be the viewers or it could be the Hollywood system itself or it could be Mother Nature or it could be fate itself. But then when you play out all the scenes, you can't have a story that's two allegories at once and, and it continue, but... uh for it to fit in some kind of allegory, so it is going to be mixed some of the time, and I don't know that you could have fixed it in this movie. But I feel like it's a, I feel like he's doing like a really giant step from where he was towards like perfect allegorical uh, storytelling, and this is like a giant step towards that.
0: Mm.
2: What are your thoughts, Randy?
0: Um, I really, I really liked this movie. Um, and the, I've actually can't stop thinking about it. Uh, I've been thinking about it all day and I, I told somebody earlier today that I like the movie Jaws and this movie felt like Jaws, uh, in a lot of ways. Some, some very obvious references. It feels like,
1: uh, some close encounters and then like exactly like two
0: thirds of the way through.
1: It's like, now it's Jaws. mm. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, close, I guess, yeah, there's, a, I mean, obviously, because Close Encounters deals with an alien or a UFO and all that stuff, but it does have a little bit of the weirdness. They do share that a little bit. Uh, but but something about, like, the reason why I'm, say, uh, like, Jaws is because I I like that movie, but it's a movie that I feel like I it doesn't hit me the same way that I think it hits a lot of people. I feel like it's one of those movies that I needed to be alive when oh, it yeah, came way out to yeah. really feel the full effect of it. <clears throat> I get the movie. I understand the story it's telling, and I like it. I do enjoy watching it. But watching Nope felt like I was having the experience that people had when they watched Jaws originally. Mm-hmm. Now, Nope is a little bit more bizarre, is a little more, you know, less necessarily about... I mean, well, not less about the terror. There's some pretty terrifying things in that movie, Uh in this movie. But yeah, I think overall it's just, it felt a little bit like, sort of like a modern day Jaws only, you know, we're not in the water, we're in the sky. It wanted to ask a lot of questions about a lot of things. And I don't know if Jordan Peele is looking to answer any questions. I don't even know if, he, if he's going into this with a message in mind. I think... Instead, he's probably going into this with, so, like, he has a story that he wants to tell, and it feels a little bit like he has some ideas in his head, just questions that he has that he wants to explore, and they sort of just naturally are found in the story that he's trying to tell. So, I mean, things like, I mean, just nature, and it's, you know, how terrifying it can be, and, and our... our attempts to control nature specifically control animals to tame wild things the nature of Hollywood as an industry uh the nature of filmmaking of of chasing after that perfect shot the oprah shot uh antlers the guy <laughs> I love that his name is antlers the, <laughs> the, the the director of photography who's uh you know builds his own film camera to to film the animal the creature is uh, a perfect example of that uh, of someone who is like He's the best of the best, but he still isn't happy. He's not satisfied I would, with, uh, yeah, with his work I love how he, he wants. Got yeah. sh- <laughs> he got the shot too. And then he looked at Angela. <laughs> like, you don't deserve it. And Could then be he better. just took yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I uh, like even that kind of stuff, like I, I appreciated that uh perspective on it as well. And I'm going on and on and on now, but I I did really love this movie. I think it is is probably my favorite of his three. I really do like get out a lot. And I think get out is much, is much tighter. Mm-hmm. It's a much tighter film. It's lean. It's, it's like it, it, you know exactly what it's about. Um, there's lots of fun mystery. There's all kinds of cool stuff happens, twists and turns. And it's scary. Like it goes off the beaten path a little bit. And it, it pushes against the, the forms of like what this kind of story would, would normally like the route it would normally follow. Mm-hmm. There's two storylines happening simultaneously. We've got uh, Jupé's story, sort of like the B plot, and then we have OJ's story and Kiki's story. They're both about people who have wit, like witnessed tragedy in varying various forms, and and both tragedies involved, you know, senseless death essentially or senseless violence, and their outcomes are very different. You mm-hmm. know how they come away from that tragedy and trauma, like. And what they do with their lives and what they do with themselves after that is different and the outcome is different for I guess their endings in this particular movie are different. I think in another film they would have uh, presented those two storylines clearer I think Jupé's line would have been more oh Jupe's handling this not the he's not handling this the right way he's uh you know he's going about this uh, I think in a way was pretty that is clear, uh, yeah, but not like in a way he. But he was presented in a way that was very, sim like we could emphasize with him or not emphasize. We could um, uh, emphasize. empathize. Empathize. Yeah. Like, why am I saying <laughs> emphasize? I'm like that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> I want, to <laughs> I want to emphasize some things here. Come here, uh, Joe. <laughs> so we had a lot of empathy for him. Yeah. We had a lot of empathy for OJ. I feel like in a different story, we wouldn't have had as much empathy for. Uh, Jupé's character, and it would have been clear that like OJ is doing this the right way, but people don't like him. He's an outsider because he he wants to do things right, and everyone else wants to sort of take the shortcut and do other things. And Jupe's is like wanting to profit off of his trauma, and uh, and he pays for it. And OJ doesn't because he goes about it the right way. He has respect for nature. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. those ideas would have been like very clear, but in this movie, they're present. And just when you think that he's going to kind of like confirm, yeah, this is what I'm going for, he he dodges a bit, Jordan Peele. He sort of moves to the left a little bit and then explores another area a little bit. And then we go back over here a little bit, and we're back over there again. And he never really lands on any one thing, and I don't think that that's a flaw. I actually really like it. It just, fe- my mind is like so trained with how stories are told yeah. in America that it's I like, think
1: it still comes through though. No, I, yeah. I do yeah. think it comes through. It yes. just
0: feels like it's another movie would have like locked it in. Go in, you know, here it is on the rails, like this is the story. And but I feel like
2: To make sure the audience gets
0: it. Yeah, and Jordan's a little like less concerned with that and if more you, like
1: if you actually get it now. Yeah. Okay. Look yeah. at this uh, thing, be
0: scared. Ooh, it's scary. Yeah, yeah
2: that is a good <laughs> point though. Ricky. Yeah. Like you said, Going back to what you said earlier about us trying, well, a theme or a point of emphasis emphasis for Jordan <laughs> Peel was. Empathy. Empathy. No. no? <laughs> I'm emphasizing oh, what, okay, what yeah. Randy said, yes, about <laughs> just our tendency to try to control nature. So we have Ricky over here who sees this thing that he cannot control. It literally takes things and eats it. Mm-hmm. And what is his response? To try to control it to make money. Like, who? why would you even think that you can control something like that? And then we have OJ, who basically respects it and honors it and recognizes that it is territorial. So in order for me to survive, I have to realize that I can't control this thing. I'm not even going to make eye contact. I'm going to respect it. And that's ultimately why he survived. So I do think that that theme really shines through our tendency to try to come in and dominate things that are way bigger than us or try to control things are our downfall. If we want to get into (laughs) the whole respecting earth and all those things, um, us trying to control it in some senses is leading to our downfall. Whereas Jordan, well, not Jordan, OJ is like, okay, I'm going to respect it. I know the hierarchy here and that's how he survived. Mm. I don't know if any of that just made sense, but.
0: I mean, it makes sense, yeah. I will say
1: you said control it and I feel more like gain its trust
2: or manipulate it.
1: Uh I mean yeah On and side. It, and even in a sense that is controlling it so you're not wrong. But like even I I think the reason he thinks the the what's the monkey's name? Gordy didn't gordy. that gordy didn't kill him was because he had that real cool fist bump. fist bump explosion and he gained gordy's trust and like that's all it was like like that's the only reason gordy didn't kill me is because i had that monkey's trust when really it was uh him looking at the weird uh miracle shoe uh and and he was while he was waiting for the other shoe to drop uh <laughs> uh
0: I can't believe we just did. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted to make fun of that a little bit. I do feel like it was a bit on the nose, but you know, I don't think so at all. It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then uh, he just happened to be under a table that had enough of an overhang to where he, to where the monkey's eyes couldn't peek in to for to see his eyes, and like that was that was the miracle of the thing and that's what he didn't understand was yeah. what actually saved him where where he grows up thinking he gained this thing's trust he can do it again
2: and he said that jean jacket liked him
1: right yeah before. oh he th- yeah, yeah he thinks that's, that's true point. yeah
0: so i would love to dive into some of those weird things in the movies like you mentioned the shoe <laughs> with um, one blood Thing. One drop of blood, but the thing about it is that it's, like, standing upright on the heel. Or on the toe? On the toe? On the heel. I thought it was on the heel, because the toe had the blood drop on it. And it was, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but either way, it's standing on one end. But animal.
1: I want to prove to the uh, people at home that we paid so much attention.
0: <laughs> it okay. was on the you know? heel. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> Let the record show that Aralyn paid more attention the than the <laughs> It is official. <laughs> the record. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you, can, uh, you can pound the gavel if you want. There She's you got go. Thor's hammer over there. Oh, yeah. It's pounded, y'all. Just couldn't hear it. <laughs> that whole thing, I mean, that scene is terrifying to me. I don't know what you. That guys, was, that th- yeah, that was the worst. It scared me so bad. The second time Red they scene.
2: showed it was worse.
0: Well, wh- the, just what you hear, ugh. like, ugh, man, it was rough. I um, Hate, hated um, it. And Would rather watch Midsummer. Again. Would rather watch Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the fact that that shoe lands like that, it was just such an interesting choice. He's in this situation where he survives again. He has this weird situation like the, the Gordy, the monkey calms down. You know, he's, in, it's like a freak accident already. Mm-hmm. It's something that nobody expected. They've been working with this monkey for a while. Yeah. They, 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 as far they're as they're we know, they were in season two. <clears throat> there have been no incidents prior to this, as far mm-hmm. as we know. And it's just the perfect storm of, of stimuli. And then that balloon popping sets him off. Mm -hmm. Sort of like, almost like he's under hypnosis and that triggers it. And he goes into a rage. And then you can see the monkey sort of come out of it. He like, sort of like, is like, wait, what's going on? Kind of like he like calmed down. And that's when he looks to, to 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 the girl
1: Right before that, he's
0: turning to the girl. Oh, just why are you sitting there? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's happening. (laughs) Like he, like he had no idea that it was just some sort of primal instinct that took over, but that there is a sort of like actual, genuine connection that he has, that Gordy has with these humans that he works with, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then that comes out the moment that he, you know, right before he gets killed by the, the people that whoever comes in and shoots him. Uh, Another thing I love is that the fact that. Literally, the audience and the crew bailed and left three of the actors in the room with the, with the monkey. I mean, they just like left him in there like nobody. I mean, cared. what do you do?
2: And then the irony I don't know if this is important or if it even matters, but the irony of the applause sign flash, you can still,
0: still flashing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's definitely something there too, I think, with what he's trying to say, and that kind of taps into some of the TMZ stuff later on, but. I think anyways. Um, But that shoe, it's this freak accident and then you have this phenomenon happen where a shoe lands on its heel and it is like, could that actually happen? Yes. The odds are so astronomical, like astronomically Mm -hmm. against it, that the fact that it happens at that same time, it feels like, you know, he talks about a bad miracle, like something so strange happening, but it's like it, it, it seems impossible. And yet it's like awful and it's evil when it happens like that. It's like there's this like strange occurrence in the midst of all this mm. that cements it in his mind, even so much so that he shrines it, you know, enshrines it in his like office at uh, the which was odd. claim jumper, or the jumper's claim. Or I can't remember. what Oh, which. yeah. Jupiter's line. claim. Jupiter's claim. There you go. And then, you know, he decides that he, instead of, you know, he's going to go ahead and make money off of it, he's going to profit off of his trauma. So that scene leaves us. I thought the girl was like, that girl's dead. There's no, with the sounds that I heard, all that, like those girls, that girl's dead, you know, whatever. It's just or, like, or even like,
1: I don't, I'd rather, I'd rather she had died. So you know, that's, you know the know I mean. that's the thing. That's the thing. So how then she we did. get to
0: the end or towards basically the end. Uh, I guess not basically, like Way roughly the beginning of like the third act, essentially, or whatever. Somewhere in the big, the end. Jupe's there and he's like hey we're we're gonna do this we got this little show and i love that there's like nobody there it's mm-hmm. like this off the beaten path like little rinky dink place that people probably just saw and they were like we have to go to the bathroom and they're like okay i guess we'll go here you know and then they're like here come to this show and so their people are there and they're doing this thing that you can clearly see that like they're very scared they're nervous about the show like his wife is reassuring him that it's going to be okay and it's like Almost like they see it as this, like, this is your purpose. Like, this is what you were meant to do, you know? Like, it's a... Like Had the it's, kids involved. Yeah, the kids are involved. Um, and then he says, and my co-star, and he, and, you know, announces her, and she's in the audience. And it's like a touchy moment because you're like, whoa, she's alive. And they've, like, main they've maintained contact this whole time. And... Obviously, the fact that she's there means that they have some connection, you know, a meaningful relationship, and there's um, history there. And it's like, I don't know, it's a cool th- – it, it feels really good in that moment. It's like, wow, they've, they've they've made the best of the situation. She seems like she's made the best of the crappy situation that she's been given. And then everything goes down, <laughs> and you're like – like they get sucked into that thing, and that might be one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen the inside that sit that sense of claustrophobia when they're in there and them squeezing up through that balloon sound and they're just kind of like uh, and then the moment when like their confusion turns into terror and then one person's terror triggers another person's terror mm-hmm. and then pretty soon they're all screaming and then you hear their screams flying through the air and then you're just like
1: yeah, just just it, the sound they did of like multiple screams inside of a thing flying tra- past, flying you, yeah. past you.
0: That it's so terrifyingly gross. Yeah. It reminds me of Annihilation, um, the, yeah, bear, yeah. the bear. The bear, yeah. that sort of takes on the sort of the qualities of the people that it kills. But it's like, yeah, just that how it was like. Wow, she survived that horrific event only to be killed in by another animal that has lost its. Like, that has gone yeah. wild, Well, I mean, kind of you know? like him,
1: she didn't learn the lesson. You know, she was there again. She's still doing it. Yeah. She was still participating. She was still viewing. She was still there to see nature, like, to see tragedy, to see mm-hmm. a spectacle. So what does that mean?
2: I don't even know how they would advertise that.
1: <laughs> like, With flyers, well, how, well, how how you have, he like. was out there going like this. This is a spectacle. It's going to change your life. What did you, you know?
2: see on the flyer? Like, what did you see on the sign <laughs> for the advertisement? Oh, they showed the bin? flyer.
1: Like, uh, they actually showed Jeremiah the flyer. Covered today. in horse crap. Yeah, oh, yeah I remember that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad that the uh, the brother and sister OJ and well, what is your name. I know it's Kiki Palmer, but what was it in the
0: movie? Oh, wait, was it not? No, yeah. oh, wow. Wow. M. For sure. Emerald. Yeah, wow, yeah, I thought yeah. for some reason I thought it was Kiki in the movie. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well. Yeah, I'm, I'm super glad that
1: they were like, stay
0: there. And he was like, I'm inviting you to the, yeah, no, we'll come for sure. Just get out of here. <laughs> That scene is funny, Thumbs but it's up. so weird. I don't know why it's in the movie. I feel like <laughs> it's I have such a...
2: times like that in my own life. Just <laughs> awkward. Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there. Yeah. For I sure. hear you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Painfully awkward. But okay, Randy, what does it mean?
0: I don't know. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> I like. I mean, there's like the, we talked the about the spectacle, controlling of like, nature, uh,
1: Hollywood taking terrifyingly gross things and then turning them around and making a profit off of it. And then not only that, but us, the audience, I mean, we're the ones begging for it. We're the mm. ones that give them the attention. We're the ones that give the dollars for it. Like, it, it's it's our fault. Hollywood is the way it is. They didn't just... Wake up one day and go. We're gonna do this, and you're gonna pay for it. I mean, it's on us. It's on the viewer. Sensationalism. Mm. We we pushed them towards it. Yeah, yeah. And and the the spectacle of it all. And it's like I want to see something. I want to see something gross. I want like like even uh, not only him making a buck off of the Gordy thing, but like he talked about SNL made a skit about it. And it was yeah. such a good skit. Oh my God, did you see it? Go home and YouTube it. Uh, uh, it's so funny the way Chris Catan mur- like murdered people? <laughs> like shut up, dude. That's yeah. so gross. Like get out of here. Don't don't talk about that. Don't 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 talk about it. Don't look at it. Don't acknowledge it. Don't be a part of it.
2: But that's like so true. So many people those kind of things get views. Yeah. Horrible incidents. Gruesome murders whether they're real or fake oh also, yeah everyone
1: loves a serial killer I we all want to just, know their names right. yeah documentaries on them it's but gross. i think
2: people just like train wrecks in general because we can even take it out of the extreme scale and just talk about reality tv why do people watch it because it's full of drama people like
1: or like like the murder mystery shows yeah. based on like the real life murders and stuff true crime was, i watched was, okay uh, like said. <laughs> i said i mean come on <laughs> no. i watched it
2: <laughs> and then went and googled all the facts i could find uh,
1: there, was a, there was a south park episode where the uh all the adults in town were watching like uh, it, it was a show it was like true crime stuff but it was always like the husband or the wife then kills the husband or the wife and, yeah. and like they were trying to like hide it from the kids in the show, and the kids thought something really nasty was happening with all their parents. <laughs> <laughs> but the parents were just trying to like hide, uh, yeah, the, they're watching this disgusting true crime. Like, mm-hmm. and then she killed him, and then she murdered, she stabbed him 38 times, and you got to see every single one of them. Stop, oh It's gross. Man, don't do that. Yeah, but be like, we're fascinated by that, and it's disgusting, and it just. Don't look at it.
2: <laughs> what does that say about
1: us? Just ignore it.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely think there's a lot there as far as just even just capturing images, like our obsession with, well, one, the whole time, tr- their goal is just to just to capture it on film. And, yeah, and film everyone's in some first way. instinct is pulling out their phones. It's to pull out their even phones. Even in the to, movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's always just film it. Just film the thing, and that is how you can, like, you know, something with this now OJ and Emerald their goal is to make money off of it so that they can pay off the debts for the ranch okay it's a person it's a it's a selfish goal of like hey maybe maybe a, a noble one because there's a legacy that they're trying to save mm-hmm. you know um, but it's but it's that's what it's about it's about the money it has nothing to do with you know trying to connect with this creature or anything like that once they realize that it is a creature and then you have, uh, what's the Fry's employee? Angel. Angel. <laughs> who's great. I really like him. His girlfriend um, it just got a pilot Yeah. On CW. Just, <laughs> and a show on the he, CW. Yep. Oh, CW. Yeah. Oh, CW. Um, so you have Angel who, like, towards the end is, like, asking, like, if this is going to be good for the world like this is going to we're going to save people right like he's mm-hmm. trying to like come up with reasons why what they're doing is actually what they should be doing because early on emerald's like we could just leave like we don't have to do this like we can just walk away from this mm-hmm. and oj says no we can't we have to stay like he has to stay because there's work to be done <laughs> yeah. i got to get up early tomorrow like just got to do what I got to do. Like, it's just the Mouth same thing. It, it almost feels a little bit like, I mean, I don't think that this is where the movie's going with it, but it feels a little bit like being in a, an abusive relationship where you're sort of like, this is just what it is. And I just got to get up tomorrow and do it again. And I read that and- a bit
1: as like, he knows hollywood's a piece of crap right he's still on the crew so he's got to right
0: and i i i i can liken like the hollywood experience like working in the industry to an abusive relationship (laughs) because even just like how the they treat people you know they i mean and and there's obviously a lot of good people in hollywood too i'm not trying to like throw crap at hollywood it's a business that has millions of people trying to get in and everybody there's like a million you know there's a thousand people that can do your job better than you mm-hmm. the chances of you actually making it anywhere are like near impossible and so the thing the links that w- at which people will go to be noticed and to get into things it's is just it's too much people it's will too fun. like degrade themselves to a point where they don't even like they're not thinking anymore they're only like i just need to get to here just need to get from a to b just help me get to that point and they're willing to do whatever and i don't think the movie goes too far into that but i do think that it touches on it yeah i a think little, that yeah. in in certain ways like i like i said i don't think he fully commits to it i think that antler's touches on it when he's talking about how the uh, you know this 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 dream that you have it's the one you don't wake up from like obviously he is like peak like you know people would see like say like that's my goal I want to be where he is and even he's unhappy he's unsatisfied mm-hmm. because this is just not nothing is good enough he's got to have one more thing and even at the end what ends up being supposedly good enough kills him yeah you know and <laughs> that that actor uh, he's fantastic yeah. so good <laughs> um and perfect for that part too so there's just like there's people that are justifying what they're doing trying to make it like yeah us filming this is a noble thing it's a good thing we're, we're we're helping people and i don't really know if this this is my takeaway from it at the end you know they work so hard to get this shot uh and she gets the shot with the well which first off the uh the shot that he got on his camera on the film camera the antlers got may he took like or, a may second may not yeah he took a second camera with him he left the other camera behind angel messes with it yeah, so like they, they still have that up. shot yeah we don't know yeah. But they still had that shot. But the second shot is of the creature in its like true form. Mm-hmm. Which you know, was very interesting. Yeah, it maybe it gave me like Bird of Paradise vibes, like sort of like a uh, I was thinking that was he trying thing.
1: to go like Ezekiel angel? Oh, maybe who knows? <laughs> like oh, biblically accurate angels uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of there, or or like a weird looking flower. And yeah. th- There was one part, like right after it exploded, I was like, oh, that looks like a, and I can't remember what. I, <laughs> what I, I feel like it evolved but I was like-
2: because in the beginning, it just looked like a flying saucer or what I would imagine a flying saucer yeah. to look like. And then mid end, I felt like it started giving me jellyfish vibes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a butterfly. Or like a butterfly. Yeah. But yeah. At the
2: end, I don't know what it was.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it just felt like this is, like, there is more to this creature than what we initially see, essentially. But, but know, that says so much. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, like, like, so she captures that picture with the well camera. And immediately after capturing it, there's a news crew there. Oh, so yeah. So yeah. all their efforts. Was
1: really for nothing. For nothing. Yeah.
0: So, and it's, like, you know that, like, those news crews are going to come there. And they might get famous off of that shot that they took. Yeah, they might. Who knows? But they it's better, like they earned it. gone and done, <laughs> it, and it and it's you know. Uh, okay, yeah, I remember. It just popped in my head. I
1: was thinking it was kind of like a like a caravel, like an old timey ship with sails. And oh stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, and then I was thinking like, oh, like like a flying saucer from like 500 years ago. Like maybe that's like you get reports of, of seamen saying like we saw the flying Dutchman, blah blah blah, oh. and it could have been like that. A long time it's ago, like sails, and then and, actually and like then when it um, exploded, it kind of looked like a flying dragon to me, hmm. especially like the not like a not like medieval dragon, but like the ancient Chinese mm-hmm. like flying dragons. Uh, so I I I don't know if that was super intentional or not, but I kind of felt like maybe that's what the creature had been. Doing mm-hmm. in, past in years.
0: pasts, yeah. yeah. So it was sort of like, re- like at least it was sh- maybe showing us like a regression of like in the past. This is what they saw it as, like yeah. our UFO is yesterday's flying, flying Dutchman, Dutchman, Dutchman and thing. Yeah. <laughs> the day before is the uh, yeah. dragon. Yeah, is so. what it kind of felt. Is what it, that's cool. what I, I read yeah. it as. I
1: don't know if it was intended or not. Yeah, that's still a cool idea though.
2: I just saw it as evolution, hmm. and kind of what you mentioned before, Randy. We on the onset, just saw it as, okay, this is just a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. But then we realized, oh, this is a living creature mm-hmm. that is territorial. <laughs> With a weird mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> With a disgusting, huge, weird And then
2: mouthful. we see it, well, I saw it as a jellyfish. So it's evolving the whole time. And in the end, it actually, maybe I'm weird, but I'm like, oh, this is a really beautiful thing. You know, it was pretty and Mm. green is my favorite color. So maybe I what I think is the eye or something. (laughs) I don't know what that was, but it's a living creature that we are trying to, again, manipulate, control, whatever the word is we want to use there. But we haven't even taken the time to, you know, get to know it or understand it or anything. And now it's dead. Mm-hmm. because it was trying to kill people, so, you know, there's that, but, <laughs> you know.
1: blow it we'll out with a know. balloon. Yeah.
2: Right, so I think there are a lot of, I don't know, I feel like we could dig into all the things all day and never really know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't necessarily know if, if, if Jordan Beale's trying to say anything necessarily with all this stuff. I think he might just be exploring and maybe just he's, I don't know, it feels a little bit like he's leaving it up to us. Uh, to take away what we want to take away from it, and I'm I'm happy to do that. Like there's definitely stuff in this that, I mean, I'm definitely going to project. I think I think projecting stuff can can get out of hand, but I think for the most part, can get to super weird places. I th- like, yeah, it can take you to weird places, but I think good <laughs> art can handle projection. I think it actually invites it. I think it wants you to true, take true art should. Yeah. It wants you to take your experience and relate it to the experiences of the characters in the in the film, in the story, in the painting, in the music, in whatever. I, so I think in this, there's a lot of ways that, you know, maybe the intention was slightly different, but my takeaway is, is uh, still meaningful to me, even if it wasn't the intended takeaway.
1: Yeah, or even if you did it with no full one intention behind it, putting something together creates a story creates a meaning inherently and even if he did it with no intention on the other end it will have one does that make sense yeah i mean it's not like it could literally mean anything ever because it's clearly not a microwave right Uh, like it's it's just not a refrigerator like (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like like you can't say oh it means I'm no it's clearly not that but i I think I got three metaphors, three strong analogies out of it. Hollywood, like, or or us in Hollywood, and and then like, uh, don't think you're gonna get one over on Mother Nature, you know. Hmm.
2: Does anybody remember the quote that? Uh, well, not it would be a quote if we said it now about breaking the spirit. He said something. I'm trying to remember.
0: Who uh, who said it? OJ. Know. Was he talking about it like in regards to horses?
2: I think I was just talking in regards to life.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. There was, uh, so now might be a good time to jump back to that TMZ guy. <laughs> um, so I was listening to, uh, another podcast earlier called Big Picture and, uh, or The Big Picture. I actually can't remember, <laughs> but, uh, it's a much bigger podcast, <laughs> but, uh, the, podcast, they, the big picture. They were talking about the TMZ guy, and one of the hosts on this particular episode was say they apparently used to work for TMZ. I was gonna
1: say if it was a
0: TMZ guy, I'm so yeah. happy. So and they were saying that uh he's like and I'm just gonna tell his story. So I'm you know, this is from a different podcast, it's not my story. Uh go listen to that episode of their podcast, it's really good. Um see the big picture or see the big picture. The big picture. <laughs> He said that while he was working there, there was a guy that was supposed to get a particular shot of like a boxer, I think is what it was, or who it was. Uh, And the guy didn't get the shot. And when he came back and didn't have the shot, they immediately fired him, just on the spot. You didn't get the shot? Sorry. There was no explanation. They didn't ask him how or why or what happened. He didn't have it. They fired him. He said the next day... They asked me to get the shot, um, and but not that particular shot because they weren't sure if he was going to be in the right place because it was a different situation, and they, I guess they just told them they were like, no matter what happens, like don't come back without the shot, like make sure you get it, and he said that the way that they portrayed that TMZ guy, like even when he's like his body is broken, he wants that shot. Like he wants the guy, he's like, why aren't you filming this? Why don't you have your phone out? Why aren't you saying all this stuff? Like, why aren't you capturing this? He has this, like, it's not just about the shot for him. It's about a, like living, you know, it's about making money. It's about actually being able to eat and survive. And he has, again, you know, he knows that there's somebody right behind him ready to replace him. So he's willing to do things that are maybe idiotic mm-hmm. to keep surviving, and I think maybe he's, Jordan's like, look at how dumb this is. Like, look at how, how foolish we are being this mentality. And Emerald says it, even though she continues to stay in it for her brother, for the sake of the legacy of their ranch. But her suggestion, I keep wanting to go back to that of her like, like saying we can leave. Like we don't have to stay in this situation. And I don't really know what the meaning is because at the time, because it's like they get to the end and they, they win. Like uh, I don't, I mean, don't know like you Not know what I really, mean though. like <laughs> like win ish. They like, win like what uh, like we don't really know if they pay off the ranch. They we don't know if we, I guess we can assume that they probably don't make as much money as we think they would, but they do get the shot and they kill the monster. I mean it's like she lived did he He yeah. was at the he, he was, was there, there on the end, yeah. his horse. She horse. saw
1: him. Yeah, but magically there, there on yeah. a horse past a sign that said
0: yonder or beyond yonder yonder. yeah i think it was just supposed to be like some like cool western imagery but i don't really know i don't think the movie i think
1: you're supposed to read into it to uh, ask whether he lived it
0: hadn't really done that any other time in the film so i don't really it feels weird for them to do it right at the end so i don't i would that to me feels like it needs to be earned so i don't think that's what it was but that's a weird sign to just have you know (laughs) Out yonder? I mean, it was in other parts of the movie, but I mean. I
1: mean, yeah, but with him posed like right behind it like that. I don't know. Maybe. It it seems weird to say that it wasn't
0: intentional for you to think about it, at least. It, It definitely feels intentional, but it feels more heroic than it does... Like it, yeah, it definitely does like, feel heroic. You know, like Anakin and and uh, Yoda and Obi wan Force like, and giving oh, Luke <laughs> the thumbs up at return <laughs> at the end of Return of the Jedi. It doesn't feel like that to me, I th-
1: but I guess like, I, I, I can know. see what you are saying. It does, it does it. <laughs> uh, and and the fact that he got there kind of so quick when he took off the exact opposite direction.
2: I was confused by the end because at the end they both looked at it and it didn't. It was. He it looked at it
1: on purpose to make it chase him.
2: She was looking at it, too.
1: Yeah, but he looked at it to <laughs> he looked at it let her get away. <laughs> he looked at it more intensely. Sure. <laughs> and it wasn't looking at her. It was looking at him. Right. So. Like. Uh, yeah, and it was, like, flipping back and forth as they were, like, trading off. But right. he he finally did the, like, I'm going to let you get away. I'm going to look at it. So you go away. You get out of here.
2: I think the movie just does a really good job of showing – the worth we put, pl- we place on things that don't even matter because like you were saying, Randy, the TMZ guy at the beginning of his career was willing to lose his life to get a shot. Then we have antlers mm-hmm. who at the end of his career, which I don't think he meant for it to be the end of his career, <laughs> but it was definitely oh, the end of his career <laughs> but, definitely. was still not satisfied, even though he had made it to that level and was willing to w- risk his life to get this shot then we have OJ, who is willing to risk his life by leading this gigantic being on this route and risking his life to get a shot as well. All different reasons, but the value of this shot is still the same. It's worth the life. And I don't know. That's just an interesting way to look at the world that we live in. Like, what value do we place on certain things? I don't know if that's what Jordan was trying to do, but...
1: Hmm. definitely for the team z guy and oj but for antlers i would maybe say he he finally rejected everything in the end and he was like this this impossible shot that i got you're not worth it and then he was like he was still using yeah yeah but i don't know it felt like it was just for him like just for his own dream and he knew he was done he
2: never got to see that dream
0: well, he did. he did. He did. He lived it. He just, <laughs> he, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he died was, he was knowing. There. He died knowing that he had captured the impossible. Yeah, project.
1: and like he died. He died happy. Like he went out on his own terms too. I think that was
0: intentional. I, I think. Yeah, and maybe it is like you know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's implying that like, as a creator, as someone who makes. He art. was finally truly making art and it yeah. wasn't for anyone else it was but for him there's so many so many films and stories and things that that talk about this subject of uh, your life is full of choices you have to you have to make decisions you have to make sacrifices if you want something great you have to be willing to sacrifice a lot to get it mm-hmm. and you have to det- determine if the sacrifice is worth it Uh, And I think so many creators, so many filmmakers, and specifically, we idolize them. We look at people and we say, like, man, like, they have made so many great films. Uh, And yet they approach every movie like their last one wasn't good enough. Yeah. You know? And it feels like, I I can't, obviously, there's probably some people in Hollywood who are, who are perfectly happy. But it feels like a lot of, like, the, the greats are not. It feels like they're just, it's a constant hunger for for more i need to i need more you know
2: and i have to stay the
0: best and i have to well stay the best yeah it's about it's about that kind of that competition that survival in that way um but it's always about chasing that you know this next one's going to be this is going to be the one that i go like the legacy one the one that people remember me for and um Or like finally perfecting it and then you worked on it for five years and you're like, ah, not this one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I think most people don't think that they're, you know, even probably some of the better filmmakers probably don't see themselves as the best. You know, they're just human beings. They probably, I mean, there's probably Mm. some that are pretty cocky, but like, I think a lot of people, like even Scorsese, like I think he has a lot of wisdom. But I don't. I don't think that he thinks that he is the best. Even though he, no, he kind definitely of is. seems like he's having
1: a lot of fun. set. yes, not, he not does. Like,
0: and maybe he's so like, serious. maybe he's the best example of it. who knows. I mean, I don't know him personally. So maybe he would tell me different. But you know, as an outsider, we look on and we think, oh my gosh, like you know, these people have, they've got it. They figured it out. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to do that thing. You know, each of us has our own goals and aspirations in life and and you know even erin you might look at people in in the political sector the people that are maybe making a bigger difference than you maybe people that are in a position that you would rather be in or you would like to be in but you know you're not in right now and i and i'm i'm making this stuff up i'm not saying i see this in you yeah. or anything but that may be the case you know and i'm just not i'm saying that it doesn't necessarily just it doesn't just it end in, at
2: transcends outside of Hollywood. Yes. I don't think it ends with Hollywood. I think, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I think that's just, that's Jordan Peele's angle. That's what his experience. And so I get that. I like that aspect of it. And I like that, you know, it's, it's so many different examples, even, you know, big examples, horrifying examples, little examples that don't really matter in the end, but all these people who are willing to sacrifice something, some of them, their own lives for this dream that is unattainable And the only way to attain it, as far as we know, is to die trying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he realizes that in the end, and he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he, like, stands up and grabs his (laughs) camera. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, Angel, you stay here. I'm going. (laughs) It's like, okay, man, you do it.
2: Then Angel's like, he just said something really cryptic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even going. Let him have that. That is beyond me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that was a good point about antlers. The other two had a goal. One had a goal a, a goal of livelihood. The TMZ guy, OJ, had a goal of money to save legacy. Mm-hmm. And antlers was like, "I'm going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. This is I create true art." This is how I'm taking ownership of my life back. This is what it looks like. I really don't care if anybody else sees it because I know that I've done it. So mm-hmm. we all have our, our different motives for sure.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean, and even with 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 uh, Ricky, with Jupe, I feel like he, his was all about finding meaning. And maybe that's the point of the shoe. Is it such a weird situation? It's such a crazy thing? Is it's like he sees it as a miracle? And he's trying to figure out what What the heck does it mean?
2: Or why am I special? And why am
0: I special? Why did I survive? And he does, you know, we can point to and say, well, he has this connection with the monkey. Why did Gordy spare me and not anybody else? And I think that's the question that he's asking his whole life. And he's profited off of it. But obviously, there's that moment when he's just staring blankly and his wife comes up and is like, hey, let's run through it one more time. And he's like, Mm. yeah, okay. Kind of snaps out of it. And you're just like, like he has completely put up walls to, to like you know what I mean. There's so many like when he talks yeah. about he he uh, deflects their questions to the SNL skit instead of actually talking about the incident. Oh, and did you notice he he uh, flubbed his
1: line? He said, uh, "Your house is my house." Yes. Yeah, that's clever. Did he Not say my oh.
2: house is your house? He said, "Tu casa is." Tu casa es mi casa. Yes.
1: Oh, is that really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. house is my house. When he came later to get there, I was like, wait, Uh, that's uh, good. That's funny.
0: I didn't notice that. I do like that. Like they don't really explain it, but you know, he says, he's like, I'm going to sell you my horse. So, you know, just with the intention of buying them back later. He's, like, he's yeah, like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Meanwhile, he doesn't know that he's feeding them to an alien. <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, you're not getting those horses back, you know." <laughs>
1: but but yeah, like as soon as the alien starts coming on its own schedule, like you can he just I don't even think he says anything. Just his eyes are like like everything falls down just in a, from looking at his face and you're like, oh oh no yeah (laughs) and he's like in this situation where he has no idea and he's like that little kid again in that in that terrible situation and he doesn't know what to do yeah it's like oh oh no dude what did you do Mm.
0: (laughs) i don't know man i just i feel like i know so many this is we're gonna get into randy's projecting territory now (laughs) (laughs) but like especially coming from a religious background, a faith background. There's so many people that s- put so much stock into every part of their life, meaning something in the grand scheme of, of God having a plan for their lives. And when things are weird or off or tragedy happens, we either there's approach a, it as a... reason a, for it. There has to be a reason for it. You know, there's a reason. We... we the hopeful side, the one that wants to continue to believe, tries to find a way to rationalize it, to uh, to give, you know, God or whoever, the higher power, the credit for they know better than I or, you know, there's all, a, things, work a, all things work together for good. And maybe this is a uh, a time of suffering that I have to go through, but maybe my suffering will benefit somebody else. And there's so many stories where that is the case. And so that helps us. We're able to cling to those and, and reassure ourselves that, like, it's going to be okay in the end yeah well, um I'm we're the, trying to I'm find the main character trying to in find, my story right fate's teaching me a lesson you know and uh there's so many people who i've seen live their whole lives trying to make sense of things that have happened to them in that context and they never really get answers because well i don't know why i'm not going to say why i don't know why they just don't get answers. I, mean, no, I don't
1: offer that a lot of
0: first <laughs> times there aren't any reasons. Well, there, you're right. There may not be a reason. And maybe, or you know. Not very good ones, at yeah. least. And and I don't, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't want to necessarily get into that conversation about the reality of God or anything like that here. But I think that there are a lot of people that are are lost because of that. Looking looking for a reason. They're yeah. looking for, they're Counselors. looking for they need yeah, to understand. something. And I think Juppé's character is that like he's not looking to god for it necessarily but i think he is looking to the universe you know there is this phenomenon of like this whole thing he went through he survived he doesn't know why he survived he feels like he survived for a reason and i think at the end he his wife is supportive in that his wife is like mm-hmm. we're like this is why you survived because like you know like you have this special connection none of this is like in the movie like Flat out like, hey, hey, uh, guys, this is what the movie means. It's like it just feels like it's there. yeah. and so when when it all ha- he has this sense and and even his friend who was part of the traumatic event believes him in in him too. yeah, and, and then they all die there, and it yeah. doesn't mean a freaking thing. and you're like, jeez, Jordan, like come on, man. <laughs> like, it's so Isn't that just I don't know worst? what like yeah. it's just a rough, I don't know it's it's just, yeah. Not antlers, man. Not antlers. Antler, but see, <laughs> Antlers just he's, antlers had the he answer. strikes me as the kind of person <laughs> the who exception. Who I mean, look at him. The only time we see him is when he's alone. <laughs> when yeah. he's with other people, he's miserable. So like I I think he's sacrificed everything else. Oh yeah, to
1: get to that
2: point. So he's yeah. all black.
0: Yeah, he's all black yeah. and
2: dramatic.
0: His bathrobe that he's yes. wearing. Yeah. Guy's <laughs> <he's> so cool. <laughs> It just
1: wears a bathroom wherever he goes. I don't care. I know you don't.
2: Like, don't even dream. Because
1: yeah. that's just going to lead you to heartbreak, just basically. Just, just don't even.
0: In the graveliest, lowest voice humanly possible. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> See what I mean? We look at him and we idolize and we say, man, that guy's awesome. And he's probably like, my life sucks. <laughs> yeah. I work on commercials with horses. I mean, uh, old, old boy King
1: Solomon got uh, real nasty towards the end. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Vanity, vanity. All is vanity. All right, bye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's the point of any of it?
1: <laughs> you make your own art and go out on your own
0: terms. Sally. old man, old pal. Erlen. what is something that struck you? Uh, If if there's anything that we haven't talked about, or maybe something we have talked about that you just want to hit on a little bit more, but what is something from the film that really struck you?
2: We kind of touched on it, but I haven't gone back to it because I don't know where I am with it. Okay. (laughs) But the eye contact. OJ is a very interesting character, especially in the beginning, because he gives these one-word answers he seems to not want to make eye contact with anybody, not even just the the workers on the shoot that day, but even with his dad in the beginning. And in the beginning conversations with his sister, he was the same as well. He didn't open up until after they got back to the house and they were about to have fun. <laughs> but just the okay. eye contact thing. He wouldn't make eye contact with anybody. He wouldn't make eye contact with the with Jean Jacket because he he knew that that's how you show, I understand that you're dominant. And I want you to know that I am submissive to you. But he even at, during the shoot told the workers there, don't look the horse in the eyes. He said it twice. And they mm-hmm. didn't listen. And ended up putting that mirror in his face. I don't know the symbolism of that, but I know in the mirror the horse could see its own eyes. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the whole incident happened. So... I am going a few different directions on why Jordan Peele felt the need to repeatedly put that thing in different places in the movie. And then ultimately, that is what ended up saving their lives. And if this monster symbolizes Hollywood, what does that mean? But if the monster symbolizes society as a whole, what does that mean? So, I don't know. That's something that I've been thinking about since we watched the movie. Now, I'm still not quite sure where I stand on it because it could symbolize so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I don't know. That's something I have to think through a little bit or talk through.
1: I mean, yeah, that's what I was kind of talking about. Some of the metaphors are a bit
0: mixed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know if there's just, like, symbols can get tricky uh i think it's also tricky to i mean if you we can go back to get out for this there are so many fan theories yeah and things that people read into it that he'd never intended and he said that no i that's i never yeah, I just had did that, that. <laughs> it just was like it looked cooler this way you know like whatever yeah. and people are like no no it means this and it's all about this other thing and and yeah there are definitely intentional choices he made and i think those are clear but there are it's a movie that wants, wants you to kind of like conspiracy Rapple theory a little bit in this one. I think like stuff like the animal thing, the, to me, it's just a, it is that it's a constant reminder throughout the film of like respect. It, you don't look these characters or these, these creatures in the eye because what that symbolizes is you sort of like challenging them and it evokes a, or provokes a, an aggressive response. A, a primal response. Um, and so out of respect for them, you avert your eyes. And I think that's something that O.J. understands because he's worked with horses forever. And the rest of the people don't understand and they don't care. And He's trying to make them care, but they don't care. But he's not yeah. good with people. <laughs> you know, He's just good with animals. He's good with horses, and that's pretty much all he does. And so when that comes back around, and that's what clues him into, oh, this is an animal – because he like, did
2: mentally go back to that moment when he figured that out about yeah. the jacket.
0: It's a it's a clear, like, setup and then payoff of, like, oh, okay, that's where this is all connected, and that's, that's why it makes sense to us and doesn't feel like it just came out of left field. And he's like, hey, uh, don't look at it. And you're like, what? Why is that? Okay. <laughs> but I think that I don't necessarily – I'm not going to say that there isn't any deeper meaning there, but I don't necessarily know if there's, like, any – strong symbolism there i think it's mostly just a way of showing like he uses eye contact with these creatures as a way of like challenging them and averting your eyes is showing Force a metaphor yeah but i don't know if you need to just i think i've already forced enough (laughs) like on my (laughs) own i don't know It, it, (laughs) it, it, it fits easily enough to
1: to look at your to look at your demise and just utterly refuse to even acknowledge it so hard that you are you fight wholly against it and that's what makes you win Mm. like you refuse to even look at it
2: so with the thinking about the animals and with him knowing that you just don't look an animal in the eye how does that translate to him not wanting to look in the people's eyes who were there Because, you know, his head was slightly bowed and he was just very awkward.
0: So, (laughs) yeah, another thing, and I don't know if this is the right answer, but another thing in that the podcast I mentioned earlier, they were talking about how they had been around horse people before. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) they were like, yeah, he's a horse guy. Like they're like, they're just legit people (laughs) that work in Hollywood that are just like that. They just don't get along with people. <laughs> they they would rather sit and Give talk with all horses all day, and that that's how where they're comfortable. He was like, and that's that was what they thought OJ was like. And I was <laughs> like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Like, I yeah. guess I've met people kind of like that. He's not also really contrasted extent. with his sister, who's yes, he's very much super people person, and she was never really part of.
2: She didn't really train the horses.
0: Yeah, she wasn't a part of that. She was always pushed out by her father and not included, and so she went elsewhere to try and find. I can relate uh, things, to that. So.
2: Because most days my dogs are better than some of the <laughs> <laughs> environments, people I'm in. So I can relate.
1: Ariel's looking forward to ending and going
0: home. <laughs> she wants to do a <laughs> podcast with her, her past. <laughs> <laughs> they could come up here. I don't know if any of this stuff would still be standing. But She's like, what
1: do you think about the like, movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're better than people. Look me in my eye. Um, I look them in their eyes <laughs> 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 I do to assert your dominance they have a mutual so, respect yeah because so. you can eat them anytime you oh want oh my yeah. gosh you can eat them anytime you want yeah they know it's it horrible
0: yeah and they're just like mm-hmm <laughs> oh my gosh but you'll feed me so food gross. right <laughs> um I let's can we talk about this is one of my favorite scenes it's right after all of the people get swallowed uh, well, I would say that it's the the like ending to that moment. So they that whole section of the movie, I think, is my favorite part of the movie because it's the most terrifying to me.
2: Sound reasoning. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> when, um,
1: right when Jean Jacket's going on his rampage, when he goes, so he starts.
0: eats all those people, and at that point, my mind is still like wondering because of because we're inside and like we've already like. Gone inside at the very beginning of the film, mm-hmm. they they the camera was doing the opening credits were inside the esophagus of this creature. Totally thought it was like a hell bay shoot in, until you yeah, saw I it didn't again later. Yeah, wait, what's a hell bay? I don't know what that a bay, is. A hay uh hay bale. What did I say? A
2: hay bale.
0: It sounded like you said a hell bay, and it was like I don't know what that is. It's like a, feels like a World War Two term. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what did I ah, say? We're going down the help. People rewind it. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> tried, to, tried to talk like antlers. Wow. <laughs> i hate mail it hurt my throat yeah it just was something it looked like something manufactured yeah and then it's like oh no we're we're in a film projector booth okay all right cool and you don't think anything of it after that and then then you're inside the thing with all those people and you're like oh no that's (laughs) his mouth or throat or something but then i still my mind was still like well wait a second okay is this? Is there more to this thing? Like, where are they Inside going? That, yeah. Like, is there something? Like, is this scary kind of weird thing? Are they going to pop out? You know, like two thousand one style, like in some strange bedroom, where time passes in a Would weird way. It. Like, what is going to happen? Is there going to be some weird psychedelic trip on the other end of this? Nope. There's just, there's a this is it. this is just this stomach. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> they're going to die. Um. And what I thought was crazy is like. It's apparently he's like he can instantaneously eat them like it's like a slow process and then they all die mm-hmm. and he keeps them like in his esophagus for a <laughs> while <laughs> while he's flying overhead almost like he's taunting and I've said he but you know the creature it whatever it is like taunting OJ and the others just to terrify them just to things. terrify them and then in one fell swoop just they're gone he snuffs them out and then pukes everything all that over their the house like just like all of their belongings all the metal all the <laughs> that was where wallets the bible, and where the bible and flyers the beginning all came that stuff true, and then oh, yes the filth everything and then it's just blood <laughs> raining down the sides of the house like all the very like amityville horror type thing like blood running down the walls and it just was like my god that's so scary <laughs> like he's just he's like this isn't even nourishment for me i'm just like puking this stuff all over you to like show you, Can you like imagine being this in that is house? he's like he's like um it's like what animals do when they pee on stuff they're claiming their territory he's mine. like this is mine This like, is mine. um it's just such a crazy scene man after, this
2: is the animal lover in me i think but i never wanted the horses to die mm. but after that scene i really didn't want him to get lucky He or she. <laughs> <laughs> like, lucky cannot go through that <laughs> Please don't let Lucky die.
0: Well, if you are on my side of things, Lucky doesn't die. If you're on right. Jeremiah's yeah. side of things, Lucky's he, dead. dead. I think they survived.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they survived.
0: He's in
1: horsey heaven. Horsey <laughs> heaven.
2: I feel like the number Is that of times. A nice they farm have,
1: upstate.
0: <laughs> I think in if the, he uh, would have eaten, yonder. <laughs> been over yonder. Over yonder. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What'd you say?
2: I said I think that if he was going to eat. If it was going to eat them, it would have done it quickly. It's it just stood there for a while and just looked at him. So I think he got away. I don't know why, but I think he did. <laughs> because, I don't know why he wouldn't. Because I let wanted him.
0: to. <laughs> yeah, to me, there was no indication that that he died because I just assumed that he went after the girl when she got on the motorcycle. Me too. And that he that the creature ignored OJ after that. That was kind of my. My thinking of it now, I may have missed something, but I, I would actually really love to see this movie again. I actually really want to go see it in IMAX because it was shot with IMAX cameras. And I i don't know, it just there was so much scale to this movie It was really cool. Um, I, I would actually really like tomorrow. to see it. Uh, <laughs> I'll
2: record it on my phone in particular. Oh,
0: perfect, be, yeah, that's that would <laughs> potentially be great. Go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not showing it to other people. This is just. Yes, it's I'd serious. love for you to film the IMAX movie on your phone so I could watch it on a tiny screen. Thank He's us. like, Hi. the scale. It's so crazy. I am. A, your Samsung phone so much better than mine. I hope with I prison
2: ministries, that would be a, a new angle for me. I'd be on the inside.
3: By going to prison me. for yeah. piracy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There you go. Pastor
2: Erlen. A new
3: approach. Pastor Erlen. A new approach to getting my foot in, in the door. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I might do that because I do want to see it again. Not not record. It, <laughs> no, of go course see not. It while wink, I'm in
0: Birmingham,
2: I'll text you to let you know what I decide. Oh yeah, don't sure.
0: look it in the eye, Erlen. Stop recording. Put your phone down. My God, oh, well, is that yeah, the whole point actually, of the movie? Just put your phone down. Put your phones
1: down. <laughs> or if you're gonna record this movie and pirate it, don't look at the phone screen while you record. That's there the whole go. point. Yeah, that's put it. your phone yeah, down. That's it. So if you're just gonna record it, just put your phone right here, just and d- don't look at it. Don't even worry <laughs> about if
2: the whole screen is, <laughs> you know, in front of the camera. Just hold it right there and make sure you don't get caught. <laughs> You'll see the left <laughs> bottom um, corner the whole time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> can I can I jump to something that I thought the movie was gonna be about, but it ended up I don't think it really was? Uh, if
1: you want to, Randy, what? <laughs> your call sign initials
0: are on the bottom of your shoe Oh god What? <laughs> okay that stands for skateboard Uh huh But actually no 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 it's not skateboard What is it? It's like the guy Yeah that, what is it? No I think it is skateboarding Yeah It is It's definitely skateboarding Not any other <laughs> other type of board <laughs>
2: <laughs> The call sign that you didn't like
0: uh, it's, Yeah
2: It's a shoe
0: <laughs> God dang it <laughs> I have a pair of, of Nike SBs. Oh, my God. I think that's what they're called. I am not a shoe <laughs> aficionado. I just thought these shoes look cool, and they're comfortable. Of course you thought that. And, uh, of Jeremiah
2: course, thinks it's very fitting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because he he's hates gonna, the He's so gonna. <laughs> this
2: is confirmation that apparently it's the right call sign. Oh, God. It's,
0: it's so a call funny. sign that I hate.
2: Oh man. Which makes it adequate in Jeremiah's book.
0: Oh man. Yeah. And then I tried to give him a dumb one and he was like, I love it. love and it. And it's like, gosh dang of it. Of course. <laughs> it actually is pretty good. Get away at <laughs> <laughs> on your shoe, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Shoe, bro. <laughs>
1: shoe, bro. It's on your shoe, bro. It's,
0: gosh. Yeah, I can't remember. This is how much of a poser I am when it comes to skateboarding <laughs> stuff. Like, I've been asked by people, like, "Hey, do you skate?" I'm like, "No, I just like the shoes." <laughs> but uh, well, and well, that's the only no, no, no. Next it. time they ask, be like, "Look at the shoes."
1: <laughs> and then if they go, "What?" Be like, "See how clean they are."
0: <laughs> These are not that clean. Pretty dirty.
1: I mean, if, but if you skateboarded it, I'm like, yeah, I guess they'd, they'd be you really messed up. Messed up yeah. Up, yeah. Hey, you skateboard! <laughs> look at my shoe. Deflection at and its finest. Again. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: answer your question without answering your
1: question. I want you mm. to take a real good look at my shoe first. You answer your own question. It doesn't, li- it doesn't look like it doesn't look like I do. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, well, you're asking what you're asking—what was my uh, <laughs> right, uh, right my before <laughs> I looked at you and <laughs> saw <your> shoe? <laughs> You're like, uh, can I skip to something? I was like, I yeah, don't remember of what it can. was what now. You
2: thought, so. what you thought the movie was going to be about? Yeah, and I
0: don't it? remember what it was that I thought about. <laughs> oh, that's, it, so. that's bad. I don't that's, know if it's bad. bad. It probably wasn't worth talking about. Okay, reason, well, sorry, I mean, sorry, bro. Your memory. <laughs> sorry, bro. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs>
1: Stop,
0: <laughs> I just, bro. I have, yes, an SB, and so Jeremiah is <laughs> using words that start with snb Stop bro. Stop bro. Stop bro. Shut up bro. erilyn save me. <laughs> I can't cuz I'm thinking about sb
2: words but I'm not I don't want to add to I'm just his to his sure she doesn't join But they're going through my head and I'm like no.
1: She's like silly boys. Oh, dang it. Um.
2: <laughs> Snowball, snowboard. Softball, all the things.
0: (laughs) Oh man! Uh, Now I really want to remember what I was going to say, but I can't. It don't matter. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Maybe it'll come back to you.
0: Maybe tomorrow. We're not rolling.
2: (laughs) So, what was the question that you asked me when I when I said the thing about looking down? Is there anything that stuck out to y'all that we haven't talked about?
1: This this creepy kids was a great scene. (laughs) Oh god, I love that part.
2: I feel like that child should have been hurt that he punched.
0: I, well, I think they were, oh, but like they're probably just yeah. One of those kids would have not made it home because I'd have punched them way too. That hard. would have
2: been a broken nose or something.
0: I I loved how yeah I loved how it was like I don't know. I'll say this: I thought when I first saw the trailer that they showed way too much. I was like, man, they didn't do a good job with this trailer because they're like. We already know what it is. Like, it's aliens. It's like, maybe they might pull a switcheroo on us, but like, there's they like a the scene where like you see the alien in the barn thing and you're like, not quite, you see it when it's like coming around that corner, you see the top of its head and it's like, okay, it could be something else, but like, it feels like it isn't. And so it just felt like even like they show the sister getting sucked into the air, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff that you're like, well, why did they put that in the trailer? Like, I want, I don't want to, like, I know it's going to happen now. So I'm looking for it and I felt like at every moment all those times where I was like oh why'd they put that in the trailer it was like an intentional gotcha like they were like yeah it wasn't quite what you thought you were looking at and so when the aliens show up I'm like okay here we go like here's the aliens (laughs) and then you know he turns the light the lights turn off again he turns around and I'm like "Is that something's on the ground (laughs) there's something right there like I'm not crazy. There's something there, and then it starts to stand up. I'm like, "Oh crap! There's something there," and then it starts doing its little weird dance, and that sound that it's making is like real creepy. And then I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. They, at that point, you know, you kind of know what the movie is, and then a second one comes in, and and then a third one, and then you're like, "What the crap?" And, and then it's like, "Oh, it's kids." Okay, what? And he he says something sort of flippantly, like, like, "Oh, it's just uh, you know, it's Ricky's kids." The kids from the mm. show. It's the kids or from the yeah. show or whatever next or ki- door. Kids from Jupiter's. Yeah, Jupiter's claim. claim. That's what he says. And then I'm like, wait, hold on a second. You know that there's this like thing in the sky and the kids have this like these alien costumes. How like like it's almost like they were he's like they came to like scare us or they're trying to whatever like they're just playing jokes on us. Because but, she like,
2: took the horse.
0: Yes. He took, oh, he came and got the other horse. That's right. So that's why. Though It was like their horse, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, but it just was like, it felt a little, like nobody noticed that they're like, hey, wait a second. Do these people know about the alien? Alien, alien. Yeah. Yeah, Like, do they know about the flying saucer? He didn't, he didn't make that connection. And so I thought it was just really, he didn't think it was weird that the kids next door (laughs) were like taunting him about alien stuff when he was like researching and researching aliens like how did my first thought was how did anybody find out i was like i thought that you know i didn't know who it was but i was just like somebody i could i could see that being like a
1: like you go on a talk show like jimmy fallon and then you show that scene but cut before they take their masks off and then people like go to the theater thinking this is about aliens it's not yeah
2: (laughs) i don't know where my mind was at the beginning of that scene because I saw the thing on the ground. Don't judge me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, a panda. <laughs> How cute. <A> cute panda. <laughs> and then when it started to stand up, I was like, oh, that is not a panda. <laughs> what is this? Oh, that's an alien. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: not oh, cute. It's just a bunch of friendly cool. pandas that are all... <laughs> not cute.
2: <laughs> oh, cool. Great. That changed direction quickly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. Oh, oh, before some podcast, I was talking about how that movie coming out, that movie, nope, how it was such a terrible uh, title for a movie. Still agree with myself, unless it's a reference. Some uh, people on Reddit were talking about how it's a UFO reference. Nope, it is because it's not of planet Earth
0: so if it's that that's pretty clever yeah i don't know i mean i feel like most of the people that i've not talked to but like read or looked at stuff there it's more of a and i have no idea but it's like
1: if it's bo- if it's both at the same time clever if it's just because they say nope a lot <laughs> I
2: like it if it's because they just say nope a lot. I am like, it's kind of comedic, just nope. Nope.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a a horror movie. No way, man! It's a joke based on like when people watch horror movies. You know, it's it's uh, you know people just like commenting on a characters' willingness to stay in situations that they shouldn't stay in, which is a theme in this movie. And then you have the the characters in every horror horror movie, right? That's what I was thinking,
1: unless it's also. Not of planet Earth. And then, I think and he's then just saying very, like... But if so, I'm saying that's a very, 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 very clever title. Mm. And if that's the case, I freaking love it. And some somebody on some Reddit comment was like, if they hadn't put out that uh, look up or don't look up movie last year, it seems like uh, Jordan maybe would have called this don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> then they came out with the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. She was like, gotta think of something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. Don't look up. I did appreciate how many times they said the title. The movie. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> back and forth. Like and
2: every time up. I would have said it in the same situation. Yeah,
1: oh, and the <laughs> yeah. Oh, people in the audience last night were doing it. Like at the same time he was saying it, like especially the alien scene mm-hmm. where the second one came down. <laughs> everyone in, in the crowd went, Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It just, it, like, okay, there's a scene in a movie that you hate, Jeremiah, but it's uh, Evil Dead 2. There's like, I feel like uh, if I didn't hate it, you wouldn't talk about it. <laughs> no, I, there's, it's just the only scene. It's making fun of the, you know, know the know. tendency of people in horror movies to do dumb things for the sake of it being scary, you know? Mm. And uh, because in order for the movie to be scary, the characters have to be in danger, and, well, we... They just have to be a little dumb and a little willing to put themselves <laughs> into danger. And they always uh, do the smart thing. They always they go home. They, they go home. Yeah. Know. <laughs> the, uh, it's like, well, that's what I love about uh, the movie insidious is it's like they do the right thing. They're like, our house is haunted and they move. <laughs> <laughs> not like, well, they don't realize like- the house isn't haunted. Their son is haunted, but, About like men where she's like,
1: oh, this is horrible. I got to go home. And then there's a kid who's like, I'm going to kill you. And then a priest who's like, it's your fault. And then a naked man who's (laughs) stalking her outside. She's like, this is my Airbnb. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Leave. (laughs) And then she gets on the phone with her best friend and it goes. And then she's talking to the devil for three seconds. Yeah, I'm definitely staying there that night. Get out of here
2: what she should have done.
1: <laughs> Just leave. Yeah. No, I'd have left at the very first thing. Like, uh, I've been over to Randy. Like, <laughs> like, when the very first thing went wrong, I went, I would already leave. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then
2: the movie would have been over. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. So there's that scene in, in, in Evil situations. Dead 2 where they, like, see a glowing light coming from underneath a door in the cabin. And they hear a oh, you got to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like a humming and a sla- like a distant singing sound. And then they all like are crowded together, like what's that? And then they one of them is just like, I think it's Ash, and the main character is just like, we'll all go in <laughs> together. I've and I'm like, like no, go away, <laughs> like just leave, like why go in there? Yeah, if There's you're going no to, if you're going together, it's not even scary. <laughs> right, really. Yeah,
2: I would still be terrified. Anyways,
0: so just that to me is like. That's the typical one. You and have so a chainsaw arm Nope that, was like, time. you know, it's a joke of just, yeah, no, I'm not going in there. that's It's what the audience <laughs> says when the characters go, we're going to go in together. The, the audience says, nope <laughs> like we're not doing that. Um, and yet, you know, you have these characters who are saying, nope, nope, not going to do that. But then they do. <laughs> <laughs> they stick around. They stay in it. As long as they say in it at first. Though. They that's keep going after that. Dream that's unattainable—the Oprah shot, the yeah, impossible they have Oprah shot. in the first place. Well, I yeah. wonder, how, to Opa, to wonder how Oprah feels. About that. I don't know.
1: She's, she's like the Oprah shot. Um. Well, any other
0: any other thoughts?
1: <whistles> I don't know why I was. Nope. Like that. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> I
0: was hoping your thought came back to you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean that one that that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nope. Nah. No, it did not. Nope, part two is just nah. <laughs> nah. Um, I don't know. I like this movie a lot. I, it was great. There's a lot of mystery to it, and maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but I, I really enjoyed it. I think it went right where it needed to. go.
2: <clears throat> I liked it. I liked it. I would rank it top two. Well, in the second out of place. The three. Yeah, I was about to say top, <laughs> I'm two, but it is, top the, two. The list isn't long. Out so out it doesn't three. matter huh. <laughs> so, get out, nope. Get out, nope. Anyway, get out, nope, and then us.
0: I feel like that's the right answer. <laughs> but for me, i am definitely I think nope is my favorite. Oh yeah. I do like all of them. I think us to me is is an interesting concept and a, an interesting movie. But I it was the it was Maybe the least interesting of the three. Yeah. Uh, no. I I no. enjoyed watching it, but it was also... Okay. I didn't really have a desire to go see it again. I'm glad like, I watched it. With we'll Get Out watch it again. and with Nope, I... I well, I want it. I have seen Get Out several times. And with Nope, I, I want to watch it again. So, I just like the... I would like the... Yeah, man. I don't know. It just scares me. <laughs> <laughs> they both...
2: Randy wants to be afraid.
0: I do. I like I like. <laughs> but only in a like, very controlled yeah, setting. Yeah, in a controlled <laughs> environment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on a sitcom with a monkey that's going crazy or in the esophagus of an alien. No. Or if, like, the lights were not right here and it was
1: pitch black dark and we heard somebody scream down the hall, he'd probably be like, nope.
0: Yep. <laughs> he went, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We'll all go in together. (laughs) Let's go.
1: Nope. I love y'all, but uh, I'm going to go the opposite direction. (laughs) I got somewhere to go.
0: I would be like,
2: M. like, we need to leave. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to make y'all go.
0: Then you would just actually leave. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, the strongest. Um, So that store, okay, so I have to tell you, that store... That they go to where they meet Angel the Fries. So Fry, I don't know if you guys know what Fries is, but it's like a, it's like Best Buy but before Best Buy, and it's more like Costco sized Best Buy. Yeah, Fries Fries Electronics. It's massive. There were a bunch of them like pocketed all over Los Angeles, and each of them had a theme that was like based in science fiction. Mm -hmm. So there's one I think that had a a giant ant. It might have been inside that there was a giant ant inside. I was going to um, say a giant UFO. <laughs> out front. Well, the yeah. one out front that they're at is the one that has a, a crashed UFO in it, uh, and I've been to that fries several times. Look at you. Um, it's a, <laughs> look at me! Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny. I don't know if it's a joke that people would get, get but it's like, oh, I've been to that fries. That's funny that they. I don't know. No one would really film there, but then this movie using it as a set piece was was funny. Perfect, yeah, yeah, it was great.
2: Randy, I think the movie's may be based off of you because you went oh. to this fry.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And then you went to the place that was the scene of us, right?
1: Mm. And isn't the big donuts. Wait, have Oh, Santa Cruz. Isn't the big donut yes. thing Randy's donuts? Randy? Randy's Do donuts. I don't know. Isn't now. the big donut thing Randy's donuts?
0: In really what? Donut? And like, it was in LA, wasn't it? Wait. Oh, wait, no. In Get Out, he has the. Wait, does he have photos of it or something? I can't remember. What is? What I don't know that stuff? it
1: was from one of his movies. but Oh, you're just like stating things the about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that <laughs> the in real the other donut movie? Donut I don't remember sign. that. Well, you have <laughs> links to
0: two of the movies, so I'm starting to question some things. <laughs> Got it. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's kind of, I mean, a lot of people went to Santa Cruz. Yeah. Santa yeah, Cruz that Beach big donut... Bath. Wait at the red. That big donut. Yeah, there is a donut is place Randy's called Donuts. Randy's Donuts. Yeah, yes, yeah. but I don't know if that has anything to do with George. I mean, Jones. I was just—it's
1: like a California thing. So I was just naming another thing. <laughs> there you go.
0: Let's try it, Randy. Thanks. I guess. <laughs>
1: Randomly I,
3: throw it in there. I guess.
0: <laughs> what did I think this movie was going to be about? But it ended up not being about
2: horses.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aliens.
0: Pepsi Cola. Uh, oh, I remember. I remember. We helped. I remember. Yay. Yay. Okay. Us. Early on, they started talking about how they wanted to film it, and then they kept talk. They kept criticizing their efforts, saying it's not good enough. It's not. It's not going to be good enough. No one's going to believe it, and it made me think about how, right now, you know, we we are everybody in our culture is just. Anytime anything happens, they pull their phones out. People pull their phones out, they're going to film it. You know, They want to share it. They want to do whatever with it. Uh, especially in scenes like police brutality, scenes where someone is doing something that people think is wrong, mm-hmm. and pull their phones out to have proof that they're doing something wrong. I mean, we have cameras on, on we have body cams on cops now, sort of for accountability. Yeah, but oops, that went off. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into that, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like the point is that, like, we're putting cameras on people, and yet, honestly, the shot that they get of the alien, it's, like, the most amazing thing ever. It's, like, literally, like, like pulling up on its side. It's showing its belly. It's doing all this stuff. And I remember thinking after that shot was, like, no one's going to believe this. Mm-hmm. They're going to think it's fake. They're going to think that it's, like the only way for you to believe this is to actually experience it. Yeah. And so I thought that the movie was going to kind of dig into that a little bit, that into that, that idea of we, we see these things. We see the footage from the, the outside the schools at the school shootings of all these things. We see people being beat up and, and killed by the cops. We see all this stuff. And yet, nothing about our own lives changes because of it because it didn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. It's not real. So it's like, it's not even good enough that people are providing proof of things happening. And so I thought they were going to dig more into that a little bit, but it didn't really go that direction. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the movie is at fault or that it, that that's wrong because it didn't do that. It just, I thought that's where it was going to go oh. with some of this stuff. But Yeah. I mean, I would say that I,
1: I don't think that would go with the theme, but, I mean if the movie would have been about that that could have been weirdly powerful but maybe I mean they they were pulling out phones and recording it and it was there was something to it maybe that's his next movie who knows
2: and I didn't get that at all but like I'm really glad that you highlighted that I didn't get it
1: <laughs> but
2: <laughs> I think it's a good point And that's why we have these conversations There you go,
1: thanks for your support Irwin. You're so welcome, <laughs> Randy I mean, I wasn't not supportive But yeah, sure okay, okay.
2: <laughs> That is a very valid point, though We think that the pictures Or the proof Will Do something And then you go through all that Risk your life mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh no That's fake or that didn't really happen. You can write Jordan Peele and tell him that he missed his moment. With no, someone. he didn't.
0: I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Rewrite the ending. I just thought, of I your just film. thought that it, I no. thought that that was where it was going. But I, honestly, I think I went into this movie ready to like find a meaning in it, and I think when it didn't readily provide me with one, it threw me off a little bit, and so that's why I've been thinking about it so much because I'm like, it feels like maybe he just had some ideas and just wanted to explore them He just wanted to explore Mm -hmm. and he did and I I think there's some good stuff there and I don't think he's gonna just hand it to us I think he wants us to explore too so I think that's good I think that's good I think that's good art I think that's I think that's excellent filmmaking so
2: I think I went into it with the same thing um looking for these huge symbolic things or themes or whatever and that's why at the beginning of the podcast I said um I don't know if things actually meant something or if mm-hmm. I'm just looking too much into it. Yeah. So, I still don't know. <laughs> 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 I need to watch it again.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I'll watch when you record it.
2: Yeah. So.
3: That'll be my last gift I give to you that before I go to jail. <laughs> because yeah.
0: Cause the, the IMAX theater will suck you into itself and you just right. drop your phone. So, <laughs> Or it will spit your phone back out. That's why.
2: Yes. <laughs> and apparently with some incredible oh, force. And potentially hurt someone drastically. Yep. That's how we started
0: the movie. I like how many quarters people had. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I feel like people don't really care that much change. But maybe they do. <laughs> Apparently they do. But it was. Uh, yeah, the quarters were. And ke- the keys. All came around out. the.
1: Oh, yeah. All the keys like hitting people. Well. And I was like, well, that's where they would be. They would be like sealed in, not like in people's pockets. And I th- I'm pretty sure she put one in and said "last one" when there was a thousand more quarters. <laughs> her. Maybe they were nickels. They just look like quarters to us.
0: They just were. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> She's like "last one," I, or at least I think it did. She I know said what you're talking about. One. It did sound like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, nah. <laughs>
2: more where that came from. There's
1: one you're literally stepping on a corner. <laughs> like, right now, I can see it. But, yeah. And that's why the movie's 1 out of 10. Garbage. <laughs> Whoa.
2: <laughs> Strong critique.
1: Strong critique from <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> Strong assist. Fix your movie. <laughs> Could you imagine?
2: You get a 1 out of 10 because you didn't highlight the point about people not making or believing shots that people get. We can just meld y'all's feedback together. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm the good critic. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Great movie.
0: All right. Well, I think that about wraps up our conversation today about Nope. 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 I mean, wrap it up or. Okay. Perfect. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been Randy and Jeremiah and our guest, Erilyn. Thanks Everyone, for joining us today, Erilyn.
2: Thanks for inviting me.
0: It's been <laughs> fun. And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the conversation and we hope you enjoyed the movie. And uh, Nope. Yep. Yep. We'll catch you next time. Yep. <laughs>